Welcome back, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Casually Kicking It Sports, a sports podcast by fans for fans. In the building today, we've got Sam Rills, you got your boy L Podcaster, and you've got Tom is in the building tonight with us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And of course, Mr. Free Healthcare. Everybody What's loves up? him. Everybody knows him <laughs> as Santos. What's up, fellas? What is going on? Welcome back onto the show. It's good to be here. I'm. Uh, I've been an avid listener since since the first time <laughs> I was able to listen. Yeah. And uh, everyone keeps getting better, but Tony just keeps on slipping up. I feel. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, wow. we've got some time. I know you've been wanting to uh, let loose. He's gonna listen to this podcast because he's out of town. So I'm sure that on his way back in the town, he'll listen to the podcast because I'm sure that's what he's. Most before yeah. before he lets loose, I just want to say I, I love how um, Santos and Tony have never actually met each other, but I feel <laughs> like they've known each they other, despise each for, other for years. Like they speak to each other like they've been friends since like 2010. It's 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 pretty cool actually. I can't yeah, wait for the meeting. Lot of, we've had a lot of voice notes and a lot of disrespectful trade offers go back and forth. <laughs> Oh, um, so would you like to share with us? Uh, what would you like to share with us? The, the, disres- the disrespect? No, no. I, Tony and I, we're we're. Uh, I love Tony because he's he's a man that he operates twenty four seven. Anytime I want to talk to him about football, he's usually always there, and uh, he just he just can't offer a good deal for the life of him. Though that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But um, yeah, all, all things. We're in another league together. We're actually in in two other leagues together. And uh, he's been trying to he's been trying to get Tyree Hill off me. Um, and he traded Tyree Hill to me at the beginning of the year for Saquon. Oh, right. That was the Let's trade. See. That was the trade that happened kind of on the show. There was some there was some yes. talking on the show, and then afterwards. Um, they got in contact together and they got a deal done. And well, you now, shouldn't have said that because then you should have told uh, listeners that are listening for the first time to go back and listen to that episode, a la Joseph, who didn't know that we had a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I don't think he knows that we even have a fantasy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the Trading with Tony is – the thing is, is, is in our league here, you know, we're – we can only trade players and, and and I guess fab dollars, which you know they don't really have that big of a of a weight to a deal. But it's difficult in our league to to go and message a guy and say, hey, you want to take my player for your player? Like today, uh, Ed, you made a deal which I absolutely loved for you. Um, you traded DK and you got Hopkins straight up. That's a pretty hard deal to make. In a regular league, you know, you, hey, take my one of my best guys and give me one of your best guys. Um, it's very rare. I mean, I like the deal for you in long term, but um, in the other league we're in, it's a keeper league and there's draft picks involved. So you're you're able to throw in a few more assets into a deal. And Tony's been trying to work me for for Tyreek, and he's been th- trying to throw some picks in there, but he's just. He's very stubborn, that man. And um, sometimes you just have to take a step back and, uh, you know, regroup and have a conversation with him a little bit later. I was hoping to chat with him today on the cast, but uh, we'll have to save it for another time. Yeah, and it's it's funny that you bring up the, the DK and, and Hopkins trade. So that happened in our auction league. It was a one-for-one trade. But if you compare it to another league that we're in, if we're in the keeper league, DK Metcalf has more value than Hopkins because he's younger. And you can carry on your players until next season. Now, I mean, who's to say who's going to outperform each other for the rest of the season, Hopkins, Metcalf? To be honest, it's a toss-up. They're in the same tier. It is what it is. But in that league uh, specifically, you would rather have Metcalf moving forward. I'll explain a little bit on my side on why I made the trade. For those that are listening, um, I did trade DK Metcalf for... DeAndre Hopkins and the reason why I did that is I like DK I wanted to keep DK um and okay um, <laughs> so you traded him <laughs> I traded him because because he likes I, all his players he's gonna trade all of them <laughs> no the last few few games that I've watched 
their offensive line has been very poor. And I think that I had a good game with DK last week, but it was a lucky game. Um, a lot of games that I've watched, uh, Russell Wilson scrambling for his life and just kind of like tossing it out there. Um, they also yeah. have another receiver on the other side, Tyler Lockett, which him and, and, and Russell Wilson have a great connection with. And um, I don't think that DK, I know that DK is not 100% healthy. Um, and then I was also trying to capitalize on a player who's on a really good team and has had a, like two bad games. But I know that with Kyler Murray back there and he's dinged up a little bit. So I was trying to get D hops on the low. Um, and Metcalf on the high, but, um, I mean, that's, that was my reasoning for it. It's just the offensive line for, for, for Seattle just was really worrisome. And the way they were playing has just been very like, they haven't, the last four weeks, they haven't been believable. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, they haven't shown, yeah, they haven't shown me that they, it's been a lot of, um, trying to get out of, dig themselves out of a hole. Um, last week they, they, they didn't, um, but it could have gone bad. Yeah. I feel like that's always the missing piece with Seattle. I feel like, you know, ever since the Legion of Boom era ended, you know, I feel like Russ is, he's always, you know, running for his life. I feel like it's been going on for the past couple of years and, you know, Russ is Russ. He's going to make some plays happen. But, you know, if you guys remember last year, you know, that offense, it hit the brakes, heavily in the second half of the year you know as the as the season goes on teams start figuring out things more and i think that was a really good deal uh for you moving forward um but like i said if you get a guy like metcalf it's it's still gonna be good well if big dog's listening i'm i'm targeting kyler murray at the moment (laughs) oh I've been trying to get him since wanna, week one i want to pull a stack yeah uh, but but i have done Yes, you have. Yeah, great, the, the best stack in the league. Yeah, Tom but, has the best holy stack. Holy crap! <laughs> what happened last week? It was like it's just impossible to lose. The it rest it, of it was team, amazing. Yeah, the rest of your team would have to put up like five points each for you to lose when you have that stack. <laughs> I made the trade with Tom uh, with Tyreek Hill because Tom had Pat Mahomes, and the reason why I made that was because I was interested in two of his players. And then I was like, listen, I mean, you know, you know you're going to stack the quarterback. He's like, "No, nah, just send me this." And I was like, "No, bro, I can't cuz you're, you know, like you're going to get a good stack here with Mahomes and Tyreek." So he didn't want to do the deal from the get from the get. I mean, he could tell you right now. He didn't want to do the deal. Yeah. Um okay. And then he eventually changed his mind. But Tom, you you made it happen. You changed your mind. Yeah, I changed my mind, but uh Ed was changing his mind at least 6 times after that. Well, yeah, because it's a big deal so when you're trading you, Tyreek Hill. What he, what he does is he says, "Oh, send me the deal. I'll, 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 I'll go. I'll go with it." And then next thing you know, I was like, "I'll wait to the end of the day. It's it's declined." I'm like, "Okay." I'm starting so, to see that. I'm starting to yeah. see that, Tom. I'm starting to see that. I, it's yeah, it's an Ed's habit. It's a habit with Ed. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely happened to me this season a couple times with Ed, but it's never really been an issue in the past. I don't know why it's this year. This year. Well, I just you know. I just, Have you been scarred by the Chubb trade so you don't I trust think yourself? So. No, not at all. I mean, because I mean, you could have said you could have said, said I shouldn't have traded Tyreek Hill at the beginning of the season to Tom either. No, know? but that's a legit deal. I mean, Tyreek. Who you, you I know, traded. but most people who own Tyreek, yeah. a la Santos, who owns him at the moment, he's not going to trade him. Most people don't trade Tyreek Hill. I gave you Chubb and CeeDee Lamb for one. No, actually. You got another Man? person. Oh, I got Woods, which is like invincible. I mean, invisible right now. <laughs> a la the great, reason why great I trade by him. Low, great by low guy, though. Like, Woods is a yeah. terrific by low guy. Like, there's no way you can believe that the LA Rams are going to continue to be a powerhouse or a real threat. And they're only going to have Cooper cup and maybe Higby on an off night working. It, it's, it's, it's a great buy. I, I really like that deal both ways, to be honest. Cause like when you get Tyreek, it honestly, it doesn't even matter what you give up. And, <laughs> and going back to Tony, um, I know that all of you guys here are, are on the same fantasy league, you know, in the auction league. Uh, my trades have been have been uh, respectable trades. I have not traded one waiver wire player 
or two waiver wire players for a stud or, or anything like that. I have trade respectable players for respectable players. Right. You have you yeah. definitely increased from your last year's sideshow. <laughs> and I mean, I made a $10 offer for a waiver player, but that one's going to pan out for later. That's, that's some, now listen, there's, 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 that was great. there's nothing wrong that was with, great. there's nothing wrong with trading players that you picked off the waiver wire. If they're worthy of a trade. Well, but no, if, he if was, this but, player was drafted right. and I just, I just gave fab money for a player who no, was sitting no, on someone's No, no, I'm just bench. talking about what you previously said before the Crowder thing. Like there's a difference between trading Cordero Patterson and Braxton Berrios, for the- example. <laughs> so Tony's out here, Tony's out here like, Offering Braxton Berrios, he picks somebody up off the waivers that has a good week, and then offers them to everyone. Like everybody knows that you just picked them up off of the waiver. Like if if Ozzy would have picked up Corderell Patterson that week and offered it to everyone, not a single person would have accepted either. But Corderell Patterson, isn't it Cordero? Yes, it's Cordero. Cordero. What did I say, Corderell? Uh, I don't know. Corderell or Corderoys? Oh, that's a, saying the wrong. Okay, cornflakes. Uh, my apologies, my apologies, Mr. Patterson. Um, but yeah, we should talk about Matt Ryan and and uh, Mr. Patterson being a top three stack too, right? <laughs> um, so, a couple weeks back, you guys know that I was uh, using Jacoby Myers as an example for a trade. Does anybody remember that? Yeah. Does anybody remember that? I was using Jacoby Myers as a trade example. And we Tony, remember. Tony was saying, you know, that I was just trying to pump up his his uh, trade status or, or inflate his, his status. But... Was he wrong at the time? No. But it panned out because now Myers is actually legitimate. Well, that's the problem. Guess who's knocking on my door for Jacoby Myers? Ah, of course. Is he is he offering you Damon Damian Harris and the last uh, guy he picked up off of the waivers? No, sir. Uh, something close. But um, he texted me and he's like, "Hey, what would you like for Jacoby Myers?" I was like, "Well, I'll take a look, knowing that I don't want nothing that's on his team at the moment." <laughs> so I look and I'm like, "Yeah, no, there's nothing. I'm I'm good, bro." And he's like, "Okay," but then he sends me a trade proposal today. <laughs> After I did my trade, and it involved like I can't remember who it involved, but uh, um, yeah, it was like two players for Jacoby Harris, and I'm like, no man, I can't get rid of Jacoby Harris. Everybody was down on him, but I, but me, you know, and uh, I knew what was special about Jacoby, and you know what I'm saying. But um, what else are we gonna? I'm tr- I'm drawing a blank now. About what? Wait, what are you drawing a blank about? <laughs> Jacoby about your deal. Jacoby Myers. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, no. Would you tr- Go ahead, Sanos. Um, Ed, would you trade Jacoby Myers if someone offered you Camara for him? Yes. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure you're still not, like, believing in that. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, here's the thing, though. Camaro, it, the Camara that we knew years ago isn't the Camara now. Because well, of the years, quarterback situation. Not years, mm-hmm. but I mean, yes, I agree. Well, it started declining last year. Do you think Michael Thomas being inserted in there? Because, like, I don't think, like, it's I not going to matter. I, I believe that teams think Jameis can throw the ball. I just don't think, I think New Orleans may have the worst receivers in the league. Uh, oh, I, so, I, I wouldn't even, I don't think and, anyone's and even just, close. And I don't think they're getting enough separation or even anything. Like, obviously, Jameis needs a little bit of help. He's not going to, you know, you know, put it right through two people's hands and into your receiver's hands on, a, on, a, on an in route. But if Michael Thomas is there and, you know, say he starts getting double teamed or starts creating separation, the offense starts moving in, do you think Kamara starts getting, you know, a little uptick in usage and he gets more of opportunity because right now teams are just saying, okay, well, you, if, if we shut out Camara, we're going to let the rest of your guys beat us. Tom, what do you think? No, I, I, I agree with, uh, well, I think he'll get more touches to be honest, 
because it's like you said that Michael Thomas is on board. They're they're definitely going to double team him or do pay more attention to him. And then Kamara's dangerous when he does that, you know, little, you know, drop down, you know, if he does it because he really doesn't do it that much. But uh, when he does, he does damage. So I do think it's that he'll get more touches because Michael Thomas being added onto the roster. The the only issue I'm having with Kamara is, while I agree, yeah, they're when Michael Thomas returns, um, the offense is going to be a lot better. There's going to be more opportunities in the red zone. But when they get to the red zone, like there's just so much Sean Payton trickery, Taysom Hill bullshit yeah, yeah. that keeps going on. So it's like, yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't. And then Kamara, there was one game. I don't know if it was last game or the game before where he it was the first game ever where he wasn't targeted or something like that. Yeah, so that Jameis is not three. throwing to him. It's like, man, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, that's yeah, an offense. I'm a, just staying yeah. away from, man. This isn't a Kamara talent or anything issue this is just a situation a bad situation for him Uh, and the offense is going in a completely different direction than it was two years ago not as if he was getting as many touches but tony jones the uh, backup running back went down for four weeks so maybe that means kamara's on the field a smidge more but still i mean if you're not getting receptions that's kamara's value right That's where he was. That's where you were banking yeah, on was yeah. the receptions and the rushing. Definitely, he was killing. Yes, it. you're right. But with either quarterback, I mean, even I mean, specifically with Taysom Hill. If Taysom Hill's back there, Kamara's not getting squat because they use Taysom to run the ball, and that's pretty much it. And right, he, and, he he's, he, and he doesn't. He does not throw it to Kamara, bro. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, you never know. He did. No. He Taysom Hill was the quarterback for like three games last year, and he did not throw a ball to Kamara. It's all the trickery stuff using him as the runner. What made Kamara so valuable for for the last three four years, and why he was a top five pick every year, is because of his consistency. Because his floor was so high, even if he had bad games, he's gonna have six seven receptions for like sixty yards. So he never gives you a dud, while giving you those you know explosion games as well and now like the floor is gone and I mean don't get me wrong I don't think anyone would be shocked if he comes out and has 120 yards and two touchdowns next game because he's that talented but is that something that I want to bank on every week and do I trust in that offense I I don't I mean I'd I'd have Eckler miles ahead of him are you able to pull up what his uh what what was his big right here what was his biggest game uh, thus far? Was it just week one? I have I have his stats right here. And honestly, guys, I think you guys are going to be surprised on this. Okay. Okay. Uh, week one, okay, 16.6 fan points, but uh, I'm going to go into detail here. 20 rush attempts, which is very solid. 83 rushing yards, four targets, three catches. Three catches for only eight yards, which is very unusual. Check down. But he did sneak in a touchdown. Week two, he had a bad game. He had, I guess it was game scripted because they just got, pl- they were they were in Carolina in that game and they were just, just a disaster from the start. He had five rushing yards on eight attempts and he had four catches for 25 yards. Safe to say that that's an absolute dud game, five fan points. Week three, he has 24 rush attempts for 89 yards, four targets, three catches for 29 yards, and he got a touchdown. So he has two receiving touchdowns in three games at this point, and he's rushed for over 80 yards in two out of the three games. Week four, he's got 26 rush attempts. Wow. 120 rush yards, and, and, and as Johnny said, they're zero receptions, zero targets. Zero so targets. I think, I think, I think in you know a normal situation he would get at least two, three targets, and you throw another twenty-five yards on that game. He's had he's had three very solid weeks, and you gotta love the rush attempts. You gotta love the usage. It's just not happening in the red zone for the for the for the TDs. Where would where where would you rank him at this point with because I mean there's there's some guys that are uh, because 
where you drafted him. I'm I'm comparing it to where you drafted him. Is yeah, it was I he would, worth where you drafted him? If, I don't if think. I, so. if, no, I agree. He's not worth it because of the way the offense is going, especially in the red zone. You know, he was definitely a top five pick because you know that he was going to get a whole chunk of catches and a whole chunk of yards. Um, I wouldn't pay sixty bucks for him, but if I did still own him now. I would still believe in him a lot, and it would be really hard to trade him now and get the value because he is slightly underperforming. But when you really go into detail about the stats, he's not underperforming like that much at all. It just he hasn't, you know, broke free yet for that that big game, and he hasn't really shown it in the receiving. So there is still room for him to be better on what he is. I think he's got a pretty solid floor right now. He's getting a whole bunch of rush attempts. Now, Tom, you have uh, Tom has Zeke on his team, and yeah. like Kamara was drafted, you know, around the same areas as as Zeke. Do you, would you rather like would you rather have Zeke or Kamara moving forward, Tom? Zeke. I think I'd agree. Zeke, I mean, Zeke, even Zeke, Zeke, he's found his niche. I think he's he. I mean, the first couple games, yeah, they were rough, but. Now he's got, you know, he's very. He, I think, what he's 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 pissed because everybody's been talking about how he's not doing so well, and he got this, you know, he worked out. He's getting thinner now. He's more athletic now. But then they're talking junk about him. So every time he goes in there, he runs like a fucking ram. So I like him. I like him. I'd rather take him than Kamara, to be honest. And- Even with Pollard's plan. Yeah, I mean, Pollard's there, but whatever. Zeke's still getting his touches, and I just think that Cowboys offense is so much better than the Saints. It's so much better. Here's the thing. It's situation. Zeke is in a better situation than Kamara. Zeke is on a team where you have, when Gallup comes back, you have three solid wide receivers, which defenses have to respect each one of those receivers, right? Oh, yeah. You have to account for those receivers. And then you have... um, Dak as your quarterback, which you have to account with that he can run out of the pocket and make plays or, or excuse me, scramble and extend plays, you know. So as a defense, you have to worry about those things where with the Saints, you're as a defensive coordinator, you're not scared of any receiver on their team. Even if Michael Thomas comes back, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not worried about that. You just stack the box and let them try to run with with Alvin Kamara and hope that that Jameis, you know, is able to wheel them to a win, which as a Buccaneers fan, I've seen very, very few of those. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would go with Zeke uh, a la the situation that he's in. He's just in a better situation um, entirely than, than Alvin Kamara at the moment. What do you guys think of Michael Thomas, though, coming back? Like, do you guys think he's going to be... Like, obviously, he's not going to be first-rounder Michael Thomas that we knew two years ago, but... Like, I don't know. Do you trust that Jameis is gonna let that let that ball go? Because Callaway was has been terrible, and he was the only receiver there. Like everybody going into the air was like, "All right, you know, six weeks of Callaway is gonna be like a borderline like wide receiver two kind of play." And he's just been nothing. Like he's shined in the preseason and has done nothing. So is that offense just dead to rights, or are we trusting Michael Thomas? I think he had one good game. Yeah, he had a he had a game where Jameis was falling down. He threw it up into him in the end zone. He went up and got it. <laughs> you know who Michael Thomas reminds me a lot of? If you watch him play, he's he reminds me a lot of Stephon Diggs. Okay. He's not going to beat you straight speed. He's going to run crisp routes, and he needs a quarterback that's going to be able to put the ball there. And the timing is huge on a player like that. That's why when Drew Brees and him were, you know, probably when he was the best receiver in the league, I think I think in this situation, a lot of it has to be credited to Drew Brees hmm. just because of the style and how and, – and just knowing. And, and if you look at Diggs now, right, and compared to what Diggs was when he was in Minnesota, Diggs is a completely – He's a completely different player on Buffalo. Oh yeah, he's a completely different player on Buffalo. But but Josh Allen, 
gets him the ball right away. Like, most of his catches are five, seven-yard catches, and it's just digs just doing the rest of the work. Yeah. That's what Michael Thomas is, and I just don't know if Winston's good enough to, to bring out the best in Michael Thomas. That's a good point. As Bucks fans, knowing the Saints fairly well, we would uh, we gave uh, Michael Thomas a nickname called Slant Boy because uh-huh. playing with Drew Brees, it was just a lot of slants. Well, that's all Drew Brees could throw for the last exactly. two years. <laughs> so I haven't seen Michael Thomas go deep, and does he have the speed to go deep? Uh, he's got the body frame to he's go deep. I mean, if Jameis gets it up to him. Michael Thomas is the type let's, of receiver that could go up and get it. So let's not discredit Jameis too much because he did. We did have uh, Brashard Perriman on the team one year, and he made Brashard Perriman like a huge fantasy. Remember that year? Yeah. And he made that guy some money because then he left the Bucks and went and got a big paycheck somewhere else. And guess what? He got injured, <laughs> like yeah. he always did. But uh, you know why remember, that? Right? Remember, Mike Evans still got a, a thousand yard res, um, re- reception years under Jameis Winston. Yeah, I mean, a and, well, well, and, and Chris Godwin, they both had a thousand yard reception year at the same year under yeah, Jameis Winston. Yeah, I doubt the pass for that yeah. long. That's probably after the pass. You know what? That's a different situation, though. Like that Tampa Bay defense was. It was basically just a shootout every week. It's different when you give your quarterback the green light to throw almost all the time. New Orleans is not going to be like that. With Taysom Hill, with Kamara, they're going to run. They're not going to be like the way that Bucks team was. Jameson is not going to be the guy who throws the ball that much unless they're, they happen to be in a game where, you know, game game script calls for that. But... I don't think their plan is to have Jameis go out there and throw 45 times. All right, well, let's flip the script real quick and change topics. I wanted to talk about, like, who, who do you guys uh, pick a person, or we can all pick a person, it doesn't matter. We can go around the table on um, thus far, week. we're going into week five. Is there someone that you're... you're, you're, you're um, ringing the panic alarm on. Is there a player that you're just like, yo, you know, I'm hitting the panic button on this guy? Sure. Which way? Uh, panic like you don't want, like you're you're panicked about he's not going to be His performing. situation, he's, he's, he, you drafted him a certain spot and the guy has just been um, not not performing up to that standard thus far and you're you're panicking about him and there's not much really you can do except hang on to him, but... Or welcome to Dumpsville. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say welcome to Dumpsville, but I'm kind of panicking on Chris Carson. It's funny because I just got the notification that he's out tonight. Yeah. So, he is. I mean, yeah. obviously he's dealing with the injury, but I don't know the way they're kind of using Chris Carson this year. And that's a, a a significant injury when you have a a I think it was a bulging disc right in your neck. Yeah. And he was dealing with that week one. Yeah, so the last three games, 13 rush attempts, 12 rush attempts, and 13 rush attempts. Now, he's been good with the touchdowns. Like, there's been some games where he's had double touchdowns, but... He's saving your week with the touchdowns. Yeah, like 31 yards in week two, 30 yards in week four, the injury. Um, I don't know. I'm not I'm not really trusting Chris Carson right now. I don't, I don't think um, he's a viable, maybe even running back two moving forward. They got Alex Collins coming in, stealing some of his work, dealing with the injury. I'm out on Chris Carson for the rest of the year. Wow, you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. It's, I'm not dropping him, but I'm just I'm I'm. If it wasn't for the the touchdowns, I mean, in week wait, what is it right here? In week <laughs> in week two, he had two rushing touchdowns and 31 yards. That's like Mark. In- that's like a Mark Ingram type of game. On Houston. <laughs> um, who wants to go next? Tom Santos. I got a guy. I, got, um, I don't have to draft one, but I got I got like I said, Robert Woods tonight. You know, it's he's a bust if he doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with. I'm just thinking. I don't have him in any leagues, but I'm gonna probably say Kyle Pitts. 
Okay. Just because I think the opportunity has been there. I know he's still, you know, four games into his NFL career, but I mean, he definitely had some weight to him in the draft, in almost every draft I was in. Um, if you're in a 10 to 12 or even 14 team like our league, I bet you that there was at least one or two guys that were buying into the Kyle Pitts train. Yeah. Um, so I think, and, and if you look at the stats, like the best rookie tight end season in NFL history is like 700 and something yards and like I think like six six or seven TDs. That's pretty mediocre. I mean, it's good for a rookie tight end, but I mean, for overall, it's pretty mediocre. I'm I'm all out on him. If I had him, I'd be panicking, and I'd probably be trying to sell his name um, pretty quick. Yeah, yeah that's he, a good one. I would agree because he, he went he he went for a lot of people in the first round. Just be, yeah, because of his draft capital and in, in, in yeah. the real NFL. But yeah, like you. Four- Fourth overall, right? Like, but right? like fourth or fifth? Yeah, fourth, like fourth overall to the Falcons, and and like you were saying, rookie tight ends just don't perform, no, no matter who it is. Like, it's like Kyle Pitts is the greatest tight end prospect since Tony Gonzalez, and um, he's not performing. So rookie tight ends just don't even bother with them ever. They just don't perform. They break out in their third year. Um, and and I failed to mention it didn't have to be a player that was in in your on your team that you have rostered. It could be any player, just like Santos mentioned. Um, it could have been any player that 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 you guys can think of. Um, well, I'm not going to talk bad about my players. I'm trying to sell some of them. <laughs> 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 well, I'll, I'll give you one name that that I would be panicking. That's not on don't, our team. Don't. Don't, Ed. You better not. It's not on your team. <laughs> not on Tom's team. Okay. On my team? Not on your team. Not on my team. <laughs> He's on Tony's team. Oh. And that's that's Allen Robinson. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's that's everybody. I think I think Allen Robinson is probably the biggest bust so far out of anybody. Good call. Very good call. Good call, Ed. I think I that if you have Allen but, Robinson. You can possibly welcome him to Dumpsville. Um, listen, I knew coming in, I, 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 when I saw the preseason games with Justin Fields, Mooney was the guy. And Mooney runs some crisp routes. Plus, he's not being followed by the number one corner. So that's why I drafted the other guy. And I think I've got the better of the two receivers at the moment, personally. I will say, though, I will say, I mean... It's hard to tell if it's going to actually happen or not, but there is a path for him to... Obviously, there's nowhere he could go but up, but with Montgomery out for the next five weeks, I don't think they're going to be running the ball as much. Um, and if Justin, So Mooney's yeah, going to be the guy. <laughs> then yeah, Mooney should eat, but as Justin Fields progresses and gets better... He's going to be I, the runner. I think there's better days for Allen Robinson ahead. Let's yeah, hope so. But are you welcoming him to Dumpsville or are you holding on to him just because you can't cut Allen Robinson? Dumpsville, baby. Dumpsville. I don't know, bro. You're cutting him. It's hot, hot garbage. You're, Dumpsville. You're sending him to the waiver, Santos. See, that's the thing. This is a one year pool, and decisions like this can drag on and they can kill you all year if you don't make that call. In a keeper league, there's no way you're going to dump Allen Robinson. No. He's got too much future value. You can sell him for a draft pick, like a mid-round draft pick for anybody. You can get something for him. But in our league, a, this might not be the year for the Chicago offense. Like it's, like You can see it. And, I mean, it's tough to drop a guy. But, I mean, if you cut ties with a guy and that gives you one less decision you have to make and you start inserting other guys – that that could be the difference between a win and a loss on a regular basis, right? Because it's hard it's hard to bench him, right? You see, yeah, Tony, yeah, exactly. Tony's, Tony's played him every week, him every, year. Tony's, every week. Yeah, yes. t- Tony's playing him every week, and he's putting up he's putting up uh, putting up duds every week. So it's 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 a uh, it's a tough situation to be in. Tom, what do you think? Oh, I I, I did like I said, I think he's hot garbage in in our league. <laughs> I agree with. Seth. I agree with Santos with uh, if it's a keeper league, yeah, you, you know, you keep them. You know, now I think because of the, the quarterback situation, like 
the way they were doing this past couple of weeks, you didn't know who was starting. So it, it was just garbage. Would so you would you would you rather have a Jacoby Myers or Allen yes. Robinson on your team? Uh, Jacoby Myers, hands down, to be honest. He's he's become their number one and he's become more active. And I do think Mac Jones is more uh accurate, a better quarterback right now at this point. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather have Myers too. Would you rather have Jamison Crowder or Allen Robinson? <laughs> Jamison Crowder. 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 I'll take Crowder. How is this? I'll get on the how, Ed train. How is this a question in 2021, man? Football is crazy. <laughs> hey, do you guys know who else has been really disappointing? And not not because of where he was drafted, um, but just on how well that that offense is doing and how little he's doing. Robbie Anderson. Yes. Yeah. That on the way for right now. Yeah, he is. That offense is clicking, but he just isn't. And it's funny because I was high on him coming into the season. I wanted to draft him. And Robbie Anderson had some really good fantasy games with Sam Darnold on the Jets. And uh, Robbie had some good games here and there with uh, Teddy uh, last year on the the, uh, Panthers. But And I think they paid him this year, didn't they? Didn't they give him yep. an extension? They, they gave him. Yeah. They gave yeah. him a contract. Yes, yeah, which is funny, and and they that's haven't been able. To... What? What's that, Tom? That's why he was doing horrible. Isn't it? it was after this contract. I mean, majority of players they play awesome right before they, uh, you know, they're about to resign because they want to, you know, show them their money worth. And then now afterwards, he just crap. I mean, he had plenty of opportunities during these games to catch really good thrown balls and nothing. Well, the problem is Sam Darnold has become Michael Vick in the red zone. <laughs> and uh, he just rushes in that's every true. touchdown. Now. I have also, that's awesome, though. I've, I've also noticed that Robbie Anderson isn't a, a, um, how do you say? Uh, a number one. No, uh, he, he's a always, he started, he, he ends the season better than he starts the season, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. 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 So he's th- a slow starter. I think yes. I think last year he started the season better. Like he, he uh no, he started slow too last season, I think. If I'm not mistaken. You guys want me to pull it up? I can pull yeah. it up. Yeah. I mean I think he had like maybe one good game in there and I, I'm assuming it could have been on the Bucks too, but he yeah. did he did start off week one against the Jets this year with a really good game, but that could have been a revenge game. But he hasn't done a lick of anything since. Yeah. Yeah, totally right. And he's on waivers in our league. He was dropped. So. I would grab yeah, his he needs to be. He, yeah. He's gonna get. He's gonna. Someone's gonna be picking that guy up. There's no way he should be on the waiver wire. I mean, it's week four. Like you got to believe that it'll turn eventually. Here's a question: Robbie Anderson or Allen Robinson? Robbie Anderson. Robbie didn't do nothing. I think I would go with Robbie Anderson because I believe in the offense more. Correct. The situation. But it's crazy to even say that. Oh, I, I feel bad for Allen Robinson. But that's the thing is like we all Allen Robinson has got it done with terrible quarterbacks his whole career. So why can't he just do it this year again? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd probably just I, I'd probably take Allen Robinson over Robbie Anderson because because okay, so if Robbie Anderson turns it around and if Allen Robinson turns it around, Allen Robinson's Ceiling is way higher than Robbie Anderson, but they would both yeah, have to—they'd both have to turn it around. Who do you believe yeah. turns it around better, Anderson? Or yeah, like what has to be turned around for Anderson, and what has to be turned around for Robinson? The whole offense has to be turned around for for Allen Robinson to start producing. I think, Ander- I think Robbie Anderson's just being the odd man out. He, he's got the Robert Woods syndrome right now, where he's the offense is clicking. But yeah. he's just the odd man out right now. But like it's tonight, it's right now. Tonight Woods is gonna go off. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I mean Woods, Woods is Woods is due for Woods, is, good, Woods is due for a game. They just gonna... said that uh, they said McVeigh said that he's they're gonna. Uh, they said that he he says, but they're gonna use him a lot more now for some stupid reason than they haven't been using him. Yeah, they have to, man. They have to. There's Did... no way that they can be elite without him. Didn't he get a touchdown last game? Yes, he did. He might have. So no, I got it. Gar- I got it right here. Yeah, it was a garbage because t- they were getting blown out by Arizona. Yeah, don't, so, don't say yeah, garbage right. touchdown. 
I'm pretty sure well, it was a, gar- consider a garbage, sure it was a garbage, garbage time, time touchdown because it was. I believe it's called if if my red zone fanatics can can defend me here. I believe it's called the witching hour. Yes. yes. Not yes. Okay. That that's that's what we're gonna call it. Not garbage time. Have some respect, John. Exactly. Tom. Thank you. So Tom, the witching hour. The witching hour. Tom. Wait, wait until I go after you, Gianni, because <laughs> I, I I wish Woods go, goes the hell off. <laughs> Okay. On during the witching hour. Hey man, I, I love Woods. I've had Woods on my team plenty of times. Uh, I think he's a great receiver. He's you had just, him on your team last year. He's, yeah. And ended up on my team. He's um, he, he's very underrated. He doesn't really get appreciated. Um, who gets traded more, Crowder or Woods? I like them both. I don't think Crowder's moving this year. I think Crowder's I staying on yeah on Ed's very, team yeah, forever. Uh, <laughs> I can see Woods becoming a number one for somebody. Yeah, um, Woods is good. Let's do the Eagles. What do you guys? <laughs> what do you guys think about the uh, receiving situation in Pittsburgh? Um, you start Deontay every week, and everybody else yeah. is because I mean irrelevant. Yeah. The reason why I asked that question is because Deontay and uh, Harris. Yeah, the reason why I asked that question is because Roethlisberger is sure enough showing his age. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's done. I think he's done. Yeah, Big Ben's done. Um, how Deontay's long? nice. Yeah, Deontay's yeah. legit. It's funny because it's I just they've been struggling a lot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you, his throws haven't been that accurate either. Right. He's been. He threw yeah, dump offs. He threw 14 dump offs to Najee Harris like two games ago or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's rough out there. Yeah, Deontay's an every week starter. Just put him in your lineup. He just gets so much. He gets so much volume. Even if Big Ben, he gets just so many targets. And is Big Ben joining the Noodle Arm Army? Oh, God. oh I don't understand. Oh God, he's done. I don't understand with with like division in this league about some quarterbacks. Like, how do these teams have these quarterbacks who can't throw a deep ball and can't run and and they they play them every week. Like I don't understand. Like Big Ben sucks. It, he hasn't realized that Father Time caught up to him. I think oh, it's God. we we got to realize also that it's it's kind of a respect thing. Where Pittsburgh's giving him his last year. You know he's had a Hall of Fame career. We can't always focus on the fantasy aspect. There's also a real life human NFL. I don't know, man. They did the same thing with Rivers. They let yeah, him have one last year. Yeah, but if you were a fan year. of Pittsburgh, you'd be like. What the f*** do we have him out there for? Yeah. Stick the other guy in there. Of course. You know, they want to win games. Of course. Well, what are you, you going to put in there? Dwayne Haskins? Dude, something. Hey, no, man. man. I don't know. Because it, Ben Roethlisberger trying to get out of the pocket is like watching a guy scramble in mud. Yeah, and we saw it last year, and I just don't understand what the difference from last year to this year is. Like, like what did they believe? He came into camp in shape. <laughs> Good that for was, him, man. Good for him. Thing. Apparently, I, I heard some 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 talk that I don't know if you guys saw the exchange between Aaron Rodgers and Mike Tomlin during the game. Oh, how they were kind of like, you want to talk about that? Because yeah. that was so, a hot take this entire uh, yeah, week. Yeah, apparently, so apparently they're doing this Big Ben thing because they know Aaron Rodgers is going to hit the open market next year, and it's going to be Aaron Rodgers in Pittsburgh. And that's, oh, a, so, that's a scary or, team, or so they want to. Yeah, they're they're painting, they're they're setting something right. up. That's what they, they want because they have they have the defense, they have the weapons. You put Aaron Rodgers on that team, they're a Super Bowl contender. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. That's a step up. Yeah. Uh, is Devontae Adams staying in in Green Bay? No. Well, he didn't sign the extension. No, right? no, this so. is the last year too. No, yeah. So where do you yeah. think he would end up? What if he moves to? Oh, what if he moves to Pittsburgh with Aaron Rodgers? Oh my goodness! No, they, they wouldn't. They, <laughs> they wouldn't just come together. No, they wouldn't do that. Uh, I, I think Devontae. I could see. I could see um, Devontae going to uh, Baltimore. Actually, that's, that's a, that would be that would be that would be a, a good spot for him to go. Yeah, not like Sammy Watkins, my favorite guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who's on? The waivers right now. Yeah, you know, because I dropped them a while ago. <laughs> um, did you? Um, I know that um, we've got a few more minutes here before. Uh, does anybody have to leave before we go? I know there's basketball starting. You guys want to talk some basketball? Uh, um, I want to bring up. I want to bring up something to you guys go about um, a league that I'm in. 
with Johnny and Tony. And it's, this is the first, this is the first year of this league. Um, the first time I've ever done it. I wanted to know if, if Tom or, or Ed, if you had ever heard of it, it's called a guillotine league. I have not until, until like about two nights ago. Santos, Ed Ed was watching the game, the Tampa game with me while I was freaking out. Oh my goodness. There's nothing like a near death experience. Go ahead, Santos. Explain how it works. Yeah, explain to Tom how how this works. It's, it's pretty simple. Okay. So it's, it's basically, it's a, it's a regular fantasy league. Okay. There's a draft. You draft your players and the rules are basically the same. So this league, you start off with 18 managers, one eight. Okay. So you draft your team. It's a snake draft, randomized draft. At the end of week one, your team will have put up a score and your score is your score. All other 17 managers will have done the same thing. The Uh team with the lowest score that week is out of the league, kicked out. Holy crap. Like guillotine, like off with his head. All of their players... Honey League? All of their players that were on their team that get chopped off go to the free agent waiver wire. Every team gets $1,000 for the year to pick up guys that are on the waivers already or that have been axed from teams. So we're in week four now, and just last week, Johnny was on a near-death experience, <laughs> which is, which is basically <laughs> the most stressful. So let me just put it to you this way. The reason why Johnny is basically in is because Mike Williams didn't get three points. No, it, was, one, it, was, because, it, was, it was because of the, the buck stack. Oh, that's right. And the because reason of why, the yeah, stack. yeah. So and the I, Bucks laid an egg, right? So I had, I had. I mean, there, there was three people fighting. Well, I don't know. I should say fighting, but three people battling. Uh, yeah, battling for the last spot, and whoever gets the last spot gets their head chopped off. So I was in that final three. So my all my players were done. Okay, so the guy and everybody expected Mike Will to get more than three points. Yeah. So we weren't even counting him in. So it was basically just me and this guy. He had. Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans. Mike Evans, Godwin, and Brait. All my players were done. He had to score a certain amount of points to beat me. He was favored to win. And I'm watching the game, and let me tell you something. I haven't been this stressed since I don't even know. Like, in fantasy, the finals last year, me and Santos, we had one player each on the last game of the night. That's how stressed I was. And this is week five. It is a whole different level of stress when you're about to get axed. Somehow, that Rojo touchdown? Yes, somehow Ronald Jones came in, snuck in a touchdown. You could ask Ed. I jumped off the couch and yes. started going crazy. Okay? Rojo gets the touchdown, and I, somehow I avoid um, the touchdown on that drive. And then after that, everything just keeps going Antonio Brown. I'm getting so yeah. lucky. It's insane. Mike Evans, Godwin. No, he's the only receiver he didn't have was Antonio Brown and Ronald Jones. He that had every it. other Tampa guy. Every, everybody else. He would have had Gronk too, but he was out. <laughs> so it, it's a really, really, really good league. It's super exciting. I mean, week one, Derrick Henry's team, Derrick Henry was available after week one. Wow! Some, some guy spent nine hundred and like fifty dollars of his one thousand on Derrick Henry. Okay. Wow. A, a day later, he got buyer's remorse and was panicking. He then traded Derrick Henry to me for like four hundred and <laughs> for four hundred and fifty dollars. Will Fuller and Robert Woods. Okay. So yeah. he pan he panicked. He wanted some money back, and he wanted a couple players that he could play because Will Fuller was supposed to be in the lineup by week two, and Robert Woods is Robert Woods by week two at this time. <laughs> so I get Derrick Henry for week two. Derrick Henry drops forty seven fantasy points. Okay, 
And the guy who got axed that week was the guy who traded me, Derrick Henry. Oh, wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, let's, let's go off of this Der- uh, Derrick Henry. I think me and Santos was on this from the beginning of our fantasy league that he was an elite tier one. And look at him now. He's the elite one running back in fantasy alone. He's the only one. Exactly. These guys can suck it, man. Yeah. I'm going to have to put you onto the, the Aussie on the Aussie tier of guys who know what they're actually talking about now. I, I, Thank I, you. I can officially put you onto that tier. But I, I don't like it that Santos, that you took him from me during the draft. <laughs> He's my only guy that I really cared about. We Pastor. were battling him the whole time. Yes, we were. As long as, as, long as I get my guy, I'll, I'll make it happen at the end. I'll, I'll work it all out. Well, this fantasy but league yeah. sounds great. Um, uh, I would love to do it with, with, some, and with some of you guys. Yeah, you guys are extremely knowledgeable, and and that's what this league is about. It, it, it's eighteen guys who actually, you know, they really, really are into football. There's no loose ends, and that's the thing in this league. If you're not in it, if you're not paying attention, if you're not caring, you're gonna be axed. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're, you're gonna get axed. That's how it was. Whoa. Pardon me. Is this a money league? Yeah, it's we, this is our first year, and oh, I'm commissioning it. And it's we just made it. It was a fifty dollar league. It's on a completely different platform. It's not on Yahoo. Um, so we're kind of just going with the flows about this, and we're learning as mm-hmm. we go. So that's kind of what's making it like really exciting as well. Nice. It it it, it, it it's amazing, man. It, it really really is a really good idea for a league. Just just as a side league, you know. I'm down for next year. When you, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to set it up. When you feel what a near-death experience feels like, you're instantly hooked. <laughs> really quick, uh, before we uh, before we close out the show, I wanted to bring up um, a lot of people were upset today in the chats um, with a certain manager in our league. Uh, oh, Joseph. And if Joseph, I got a vote. If Joseph, I got a vote for Joseph, man. If if Joseph is listening to this podcast, um, now he knows that we because I think he now he knows that we actually have a podcast and it's not a joke. Um, <laughs> um, I got a vote. For, listen, I got a vote for the guy. I, I love you, buddy. But do you really? I, I, I sent. He, I sent. What? I sent him a trade request or a trade proposal. I messaged the guy personally, and. I don't get a rejection, and I don't get a, 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 a an okay or like, yeah, I'll take a look at it or nothing. It's just like blank for like 48 hours. I send the guy another personal message like, hey, um, I sent you a trade proposal. And I, I, I found out this morning, and obviously it wasn't only me. I guess some people have also have this issue, and he says that um, you know he gets a lot of trade proposals, and he, he, he rejects some of them, but not all of them, but... I also think there is a, um, what would you say, a um, a fantasy etiquette? Um, uh, yeah, like, I guess you, you know, if, if you're not interested in a trade, don't leave that trade up there for like a week because you're giving a false, you yeah. know, um, what was it, what's the word I'm looking for? False hope. False hope, yeah. correct, because that, that person thinks, okay, well, he hasn't rejected it, then there's, hey, there's something on. there. Speaking... And you're talking, you're talking, and you rejected my trade six different times, giving me false hope until you finally freaking pulled the trigger. So I wouldn't be on Joseph too much, Mister Buddy. Well, no, Tom, what I'm, I'm what I'm talking about, <laughs> Mister Buddy, yeah, that's hot. I'm um, Buddy. Uh, no, I'm talking about when you 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 send someone a trade work uh, trade proposal, mm-hmm. and it sits there for a week without any acknowledgement. You know, I had a guy. You sent me a trade proposal, and I declined it like within a couple hours. Go ahead, Santos. Sorry, Santos. I had a guy do that to me in a league. Like, oh my goodness, it was, it was, uh, it was actually involved Keenan Allen. I had offered him a deal. It stayed up for like close to 10 days. Keenan Allen got hurt 
he accepted the deal after, and then it was uproar in the league. I was losing my mind. I was like, no way this is going to happen. You can't accept a deal after the guy got injured. It was an uproar. And I've noticed that some of you guys offered deals, and before the game time, you guys remove the deals because if you don't get that that information right away, you're not going to keep it up there and allow allow that to, to possibly happen. A guy turns his ankle first play of the game, and a guy clicks accept on a deal. Correct. You know, mm-hmm. so that's why. But I'm I will talk- say, oh, sorry, he did. He, he sorry, he did actually message me. We did have trade talks. Um, prior to the deal that we made. So I will say that he, he has engaged a little bit in conversation with me. He actually offered a counter offer to me that I eventually declined, which I was such an idiot for declining. I was trying to trade him Gaskin like two weeks ago, right? Because I was on I was on the cusp of getting Chubb from Ed. So I'm like, if I can get Chubb from Ed, let me see if I can get Hunt from from joseph and he actually countered me before hunt exploded in week two he countered me gaskin for hunt straight up and i'm like i I, I blew it i completely blew that i had an opportunity yeah yeah i i completely blew it so i i gotta i gotta uh you know vouch for joseph and and i i see him having a better second half to this year Watch out for him now. So yeah, I'm gonna clarify. I'm not talking about people rejecting trades. I'm talking about when you submit a trade to someone and they do not acknowledge the trade for days. And the the thing is, is that you know you're 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 hoping that or if 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 a trade is up there for that long, for some people it's telling you, hey, this guy's probably interested. He just hasn't decided yet. You know. And yeah. then you also don't want to have the situation like Santos where a player gets hurt, then he accepts the trade, and you're like, oh, shit, and I never canceled that trade because I thought he was interested in it, you know, a couple of days back. But I also, you know, I, I also, like, I sent him messages like Tony suggested. He created a WhatsApp so that we can connect with everyone. I messaged him, you know, and, and he never got back to me. And, and I also think that, you know, yeah, there's a lot of messages in the group chat, but, like, if you get a personal message... Just take a, a, a second and be like, you know, no, I'm good, you know, or, or, you know, let me think about it. You know, it's something quick. It doesn't have, you don't have to write a novel or anything. It's just etiquette, you know, or, uh, um, just, you know, acknowledging that, that someone's there. And if, and if they don't, you don't like it, just, and it, you don't have to write anything back, just decline the trade, you know what I'm saying? Or counter off yeah. it or something. Like, I know Santos messaged me as I was hanging out yeah. at uh, Universal Studios, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I tried to take advantage of you there. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was hawking you. Yeah, but hey, sometimes yeah, sometimes getting the no, especially from Ed. I don't know what it is about Ed, but when Ed says no to me, I feel hurt. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather Ed just doesn't reply back, and he actually gives me that false hope because I don't know. It's just something with Ed. It hurts me. <laughs> yeah. The problem is the problem is when you guys were trying to do trade talks, we were about to uh, embark on the born uh, supremacy ride. The so, born, yeah, the, the born, the born attraction. This guy was going, yeah, he so, was going uh, full Michael Bourne or Jason Bourne. Yeah, I, like, I can't, I can't reply right now because I'm, I'm in the moment of I'm about to enjoy. <laughs> okay, it. but that's funny because okay, it's funny that you bring that up, Santos, is because I did, how, I did send him a message back though that day. How, you did, but yes. how how Ed is how Ed is at a theme park trying to do trades it just speaks to the difference in types of managers and i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with this but joseph is not that type of manager example um fantasy is i'll just speak for myself here and you guys could chime in if you want and see if you agree go ahead fantasy is the third most important thing in my life okay okay (laughs) it's my family and friends and my work in no particular order whatever it is and then it's fantasy sports. It just is what it is. It's very important to me. Oh gosh. It's very important that all that all falls under the so your wife, your your family, all that, and then and then your work. And then after it's fantasy. So I enjoy it. I love it. And I'm down to do trade talks while I'm on a roller coaster. And I don't think Joseph is that type <laughs> of I don't think Joseph is that type of guy, and I don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with that. No. Every league has that type of guy where he just has other things that he's doing. He doesn't enjoy it as much as, as we do. And listen, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Boy, that was tongue twister. I totally agree with you. 
wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, yeah. Um, but the problem to me is is that everyone that's in this league, in this league that we're talking about, knows how competitive it is and how everyone is. And if you're going to play in this league to just be like, yeah, I'll just join the league. You know, I'm, I'm just in a fantasy football league and I'll do, you know. And that's the wrong to league To me, this for is you. not the, re- the league for you. No, it isn't. Amen. You know, Amen. like, I, but, I, I mean, he's been I, here for a couple of years, though. Yeah, and it's the same thing every year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, there, like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. I, you know, Joseph seems like the coolest dude ever. I would love to sit down and have a drink with him and and hang out and watch some football. No, you won't because you, you don't drink. You don't drink. Ed. I don't drink, but still, I have a soda. Yeah. Um, sit down <laughs> and have a nice dessert with him. But I just don't think that yeah. this is the league for One Joseph. Spoon. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, I mean, hey, he made two trades with Santos and Ed. Yeah, and no, he made a trade with me. I'm he's made more trades than me this year. So my deal. <laughs> did you guys hate my deal? Like, um, Mike was was hating my deal. Uh, my guys that I gave him don't really have much value, but I mean, your deal with uh, with uh, with Joseph, I did not bother me whatsoever. Like, yeah, it's oh. a bunch of, I literally looked at everybody's team. Yeah, I looked at everybody's team and I said, okay. Who is the worst player on everybody's team that would give me they would give me their worst player for Gaskin and Fuller? That's how bad I wanted to get rid of these guys. I'll take anybody's worst player. And it kind of just worked out. I sent a few offers involving Gaskin and Fuller. So like yeah. and, and for not for not good because Johnny, your whole team is your whole team is good. No, that was Tom that said that. But I, but I didn't, oh, get any, I didn't get any. I'm sure my worst player is AJ listen, Dillon, Tom. and I, I need that player. <laughs> so listen, Tom, listen, Tom. And that's not a problem put, on my team either. I don't have a really bad player on my team. Put something together with Tyreek Hill involved, and then we can talk. Oh, there you go. Okay, that's then not we happening. Talk, we can talk Derrick Henry. Oh, we can talk Derrick Henry, but I'm just letting you know that Tyreek Hill has to be involved. There's no way. Oh, I mean, he kills the number one wide receiver right now. Correct? Well, look, we can con- we can continue these trade talks on the mobile app here, guys. Um, yes, we we got to go because the game a, a football game's about to start here in a few minutes. Um, What's this going to be, guys? Um, Santos, uh, aka Free Healthcare. Thank you so much for joining us straight from the north. We are the north. Uh, <laughs> hey. Thanks for having me, man. You guys have been killing it lately. I'm I'm a huge fan. I, I look forward to listening to not only to your sports podcast, but your your overall casually kicking a podcast. Oh, do you really? Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I I have I've tuned in. I'm I'm still I'm still learning and and you know what? I, I I'm a big fan, man. So keep keep it up and and you gained the you gained the follower up here. Well, thanks, nice. man. We really appreciate it, and we really appreciate you coming on to the to the uh, to the podcast and chiming in. Uh, too bad Tony wasn't here. Maybe, uh, yeah. but no, I mean, we got We got to get you back on here with Tony uh, when he's back from his. Uh, and Ed, Ed, next uh, next Thursday we have to talk basketball. Yeah, no, we got to talk <laughs> basketball. Uh, season starts hey, next Thursday. We've we've got the fantasy Ed, basketball. Are you in the league? league? Yes, yeah, he's in the league. Oh. Johnny decided to put the the draft on my birthday, so now I can't. Oh, I can't wow. go out for a steak dinner. I have to Dude, draft my fantasy up, basketball team. I'll change it. I, I was no, invited. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't <laughs> change it. There's nothing I'd rather do on my birthday than do a fantasy. Tom says he's got shited or shited. Uh, you didn't invite him. Tom I did. Tom. Oh, I think I've we got, lost Santos. Oh, by we just the way. lost Santos on the on the did call. We? I think so. Tom, if you wanna. If you want to come in, there's a spot open, buddy. I told you I'll do it. How much is it? It's uh, sixty bucks. Uh, you just pay at the end of the year, though. All right. Well, look, we gotta All go. Right. We'll talk about this. All right. Cool. Send I'll send me you an invite. Yep. Tom, I'll send you the link. Till next time, Gianni, right. Sam Reels, Ed, a podcaster. We're out of here. Thank you guys for listening to Casually Kicking the Sports. Suck it. Suck it.